Hey everyone, um, before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is actually two episodes combined. This is the second time in the history of the show we've had to do this because I'm getting married. Not the second time because I'm getting married, it's the second time it's happened. And the reason this time is because I'm getting married. And it's just been hard to uh, to get stuff out, so thank you for your patience. Um, so this is know what we watched this week and uh, before and after have been combined into one episode. Also, because of this, uh, you guys miss an announcement that happened in the what we watched this week section, and that is that Corey Tyndall is now my permanent co-host on the show, and he will be around for a while, I hope. So enjoy. What you do in the B-Movie, the end is a little bit ridiculous. I was unsurprised to see that. And it's sweet! Oh my gosh, you guys need to go watch it. It's so good. It's so good. I want to watch it again. So this week, you guys know how the show usually goes. We take a film that's coming up in theaters and we watch a film that's connected to it, uh, albeit loosely sometimes. Yeah. That's that's usually older. And we're still kind of doing that this week. We are watching a film that's in theaters now. Yeah. And we are watching an older film uh, from the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But this film has actually been out for a while. And the reason we're doing that is because it's the week of Halloween. Yay. And so we kind of wanted to watch something not necessarily horror. I mean, it's kind of Ish. a horror. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we're taking on the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. <laughs> and, uh, the reason why is because it's got pretty good reviews. Really? Yes. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's doing surprisingly well. And so it actually was number one at the box office the weekend it came out, which means it beat The Martian and a brand new Spielberg movie. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, so we're, we're talking about that. But we also decided that we wanted to take on uh, a kind of a more sort of grown up, quote unquote, horror yeah. movie. But this one's kind of a horror comedy, so uh, which I tend to, I, I really like yeah. horror comedies. It's kind of my favorite version of horror comedy. And so we're first we're going to talk about a movie called Housebound. Now, if you haven't heard of Housebound, that's okay. It's a micro, micro, micro budgeted movie that came out um it's it's got a micro budget and it came out uh in 2014 okay so it's it's relatively new yeah but i don't think a lot of people have seen or heard of this i heard about it on the nerdist podcast because chris hardwick loves horror films and he kind of watched it on netflix or on demand or something yeah and it sounded interesting when he said it, and we watched a trailer for it. Yeah, the other night. The other night. And we'll get into that in a second, but yeah, it's on Netflix if, if you want to kind of branch out like we were talking about earlier and watch something kind of out of your comfort zone. Yeah. This might be a good place to start. And we chose it because I was like, oh, what about this movie Housebound? Like, I heard Chris Hardwick talk about it, and then we watched the trailer, <laughs> and it's got a really good trailer. Yeah. 
the trailer for it is so good and it looks really funny but it also looks like it doesn't it doesn't look like it's like scary scary yeah it just looks like it's got like some eerie stuff in it that could be particularly kind of effective but i don't think it's gonna be like you know crazy intense yeah but i think it looks super good i do too and yeah yeah i don't know it just looks like it's got this almost like ghostbusters-y feel to it yeah and i love the kind of like i don't know what's the word kind of like you have horror but then you have comedy kind of sandwiched oh yeah i just i just love that like a blending of genres yeah because it kind of like i i'm i would say i enjoy horror movies um probably the darker side of them i tend to not venture down that road but i like you know comedy kind of like lightens it a little bit so Yeah. yeah it's just it makes it a lot more fun to watch and yeah. I know there's some people who are like, oh, I can't do dark and scary and gory and stuff. And so if you're kind of like, I don't know about the horror genre, this might be a good kind of, you know, gateway movie into that whole realm. Yes. And I, I really do like horror films. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff I won't watch in the realm of horror, but there's a lot of stuff I will watch, I think, probably more than the average yeah. uh, person. But these were my gateways into really understanding, like, why horror works Mm -hmm. and what makes it good is a bunch of horror comedies like The Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness or Shaun of the Dead. Cabin in the Woods was extremely influential for me really, like, getting into horror movies or Drag Me to Hell, which is amazing. I love that movie so much. Or even, like, a poltergeist. yeah. So, do you have, like, a favorite horror comedy? Um, well, I mean, like, you named a couple of them that probably, off the top of my head, I'd say, like, Shaun of the Dead or Army of Darkness, you know. They're kind of, like, you know, they're tongue-in-cheek horror. You yeah. Know? There's nothing, like, really scary in them. But, yeah, probably one of those two. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. Those are really good. Mine is, it's probably Cabin in the Woods. That movie is so, movie is so well done. And so good. It might be Drag Me to Hell, though, now that I think about it. Is that the Sam Raimi film? Yeah. I love that movie. And that movie has some, like, legitimate, creepy, like, actual scary stuff. But right when it gets to, like, where another filmmaker would, like, take it over the edge with, like, a crazy, like, gore-filled sequence or, like, this really huge scare, he makes it ridiculous. Oh, so he, like, pulls it back. Yeah, so he, like, takes you right to the edge of it and then, like, he gives you, like, a a little bit of a scare and then when it could be, like, the biggest scare of the scene, it's a joke. Oh, okay. And it's great. It's, that movie is hilarious. All right, really? Yeah, I I love that movie. That was... That was the best, one of my favorite theater going experiences was watching Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> because we saw it at the Dollar Theater. Yeah. And as the, because ta- like I said, there's legitimate tension in this movie too. Yeah. And as that tension would ramp up, there was this one random lady in the audience that would scream at the top <laughs> of her lungs and she would just go, oh shit! Every time. <laughs> And Ugh. nobody got mad at her about it. Did people everyone, just laugh? Yeah, everyone was just like, yeah, that lady. Like, everyone oh. was super on board with her. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, that is second only to seeing The Dark Knight in IMAX the first time to my favorite movie-going memory, yeah. <laughs> which are two opposite ends of the spectrum, but man, it was hilarious. So, 
Yeah, I, lo- I love Drag Me to Hell so much. I, I, I'm i going to have to watch that this week. I feel like that movie's so good. Um, so Housebound is about this woman who is kind of... She's arrested for petty theft, and she looks like she's kind of a, a bumbling thief. Yeah. And she gets put on house arrest, and she's... I don't know if she's home alone or what, but, like, creepy stuff starts happening yeah. around her house while she's under house arrest. Isn't she at her, uh... It's like, is it her mom or her grandma's house or somebody she's related to? Yeah, it looks like it's her mom's house. Yeah. Yeah, so so she's just at this house and she's housebound. And yeah. just, like, scary stuff starts happening. But it all looks very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And it looks... It's a British film and it looks very British. Yes. It looks very British. I've got the witty dialogue. I'm assuming, you know, that parts where it's like, things get really tense, and then release intention, and then like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how many legitimate scares we can expect out of this movie, but I think there's going to be really fun jokes. Yeah. So what are are you expecting from this movie overall? Um, well, you know, I I enjoy British comedy, British humor. I know for some people it's too fast, or they're like, I just don't get it, but I like those sensibilities, so I'm kind of expecting to enjoy it and i like i mentioned before like i like the kind of the subversion of horror you know through comedy so mm-hmm. i i think i'm gonna like this film the trailer looked surprisingly good and so i i think it's gonna be a fun time i don't think there's gonna be anything like too far over the edge of like scary yeah um, I don't know. It seems like it's kind of channeling a little bit of like paranormal stuff, you know, but it's not going to be anything like creepy or grotesque. So I think I'm going to have a fun time. Yeah, I agree. I think it looks, I think it looks perfectly British. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, which admittedly is hit or miss for me. I feel like every other British movie I watch that's a comedy I love. Yeah. And every other one I'm like, I don't necessarily understand. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not that British. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, especially when British humor gets into, like, regional jokes. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen a movie with Steve Coogan called The Trip. Mm-mm. So I kept hearing that that movie was absolutely hilarious. And there's this clip on YouTube of the two main guys trading Michael Caine impressions. And it's amazing. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it ended up on Netflix and I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. And with the exception of the Michael Caine impressions... It was all just a bunch of regional British humor. And I was like, well, I don't understand any of this at all. Yep. So I was like, I mean, I guess this is funny for not me. Yes. <laughs> so that was, that was like kind of hard to, hard to watch, but something like a, like a death at a funeral. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Mm-mm. Oh man, that movie's hilarious. It's super dark because it's this sort of comical farce yeah. that happens around someone's funeral. <laughs> so it's like, if you've lost someone recently, maybe don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it is, that movie's hilarious. And so I, I think I think it's going to be more in line with like a death at a funeral. Like I feel like I'm really going to connect to it. It just looks, it looks right up my alley as far as like horror comedy goes, which yeah. I love already. Like it's already got me hooked on a horror comedy premise. Yeah. And then the jokes look like really like yeah. funny. Yeah. It just did. looks, it looks like a really, really good time. And like I said, it's got like a Ghostbusters or zemeckis feel. Yeah. Like the first third of, of, or first two thirds, I guess, of Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. type of feel where it's just like oh yeah the ghosts are like 
they're not particularly scary. They're scary in the world that's in the movie, but yeah. they're kind of like in the in the context of you as a viewer, like it's kind of funny and silly. Yeah, and I don't know. It just looks the movie looks really really good. I'm stoked for this movie actually yeah. way more than I I think. I thought I was going to be prior to watching the trailer. Yeah. Because we were having a hard time picking something. Yeah, we were trying to go through a couple different movies, and you're like, what should we do? And we we watched this one, and I'm like, that looks really good. Yeah. That looks really good. Yeah, because we watched a trailer for this, and then we had thought about doing maybe The Guest. Yeah. Which I do want to see at some point, maybe not on the show, but that movie doesn't look very good. No, and I've not had really. that movie recommended to me by like three or four people have said that movie's really good. And I would much rather watch Housebound, yeah, actually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think Housebound should be a good time. Like we said, it's it's on Netflix. Yeah. So if you want to watch it, you can. If you have Netflix or access to Netflix. Um, and so I think in, in to transition into the next movie, we're going to be talking about Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Now, Goosebumps is doing this thing... That I also love in my horror movies, and that's meta. Goosebumps is very meta because Jack Black is playing R.L. Stein in this movie. Really? Yeah. Did you not know that? No, I didn't know like anything about this film. I oh, was man. like, oh, Goosebumps, and I I had no idea like is this gonna be like a kind of reboot of like the TV show that ran through the nineties? I had no I. I don't know anything about this film. So. Yeah, so basically what happens is R.L. St- or Jack Black plays R.L. Stein, yeah. who is the author of yep. all the Goosebumps novels, and his novels come to our world. Like, the, the creatures from the Goosebumps books end up here. Oh. And so he's got to, like, help his neighbor kids fight them off and, like, put them back on the... Like, I think it's something... My understanding is that, like... The books he writes, the manuscripts of them actually contain, like, magic powers and something happens that unleashes them off the pages of his manuscripts. Okay. And so it's all the creatures from that in our world and R.L. Stein teaming up with these two kids to kind of put them back on the page. Which sounds awesome! Yeah, this sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah, that sounds so fun! And, like, we talked about this on the Back to the Future episode, but there's a rap song yeah. There's a there's a Goosebumps rap song, which I got the name wrong on the episode. I called it The Bumps Gonna Give It To You. But <laughs> it's called The Bumps Gonna Goose Ya. And that's in the... My understanding is that Ugh. that's in the closing credits of the movie. That's awesome. And they did it in conjunction with Nerdist. And I, I don't know. I, I think it sounds like a the really fun... The Bumps Gonna Goose Ya. Yep. And it just sounds... That also sounds like a really fun time yeah. at the movies. Like, I... I don't know. I oh man. No. <laughs> I don't know. I I really like I really like School of Rock. Yeah, I do too. That movie's amazing. And I think one of the things that helps School of Rock be School of Rock is Jack Black interacting with kids. Yeah. And I really like it when he interacts with kids and that's basically this whole movie. He does a lot of movies where he like if you've seen like Nacho Libre. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah cuz he's like in an orphanage or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and him interacting with the kids are some of the most hilarious parts of that movie. Gosh, I love that movie. Really? Yeah. That, uh... That might be... It's probably up there in my top, like, Jack Black movies. Really? Yeah. It is a hilarious movie. Gosh, it's so funny. I know some people are just like, I just don't get that humor. Well, I don't... I don't know what to tell you, but that movie is hilarious. Yeah. That movie is... It took me three times before I liked that movie. Really? Yeah. Yep. 
And that movie is responsible for maybe my most quoted movie line in history. Which one? I will just, there are many things that when they're bothering me, I will just say, go away, wait, read some books. Yep. (laughs) I say that like, like daily. It's so good. Yeah. That movie is really good. So do you have a favorite Jack Black movie or Jack Black role? Um, like I said, I think Nacho Libre is probably going to be up there. I really like School of Rock a lot, too. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Bernie. Oh, man, that movie's so good. I know. And so that's another weird, it's kind of, I mean, we're kind of talking about, like, it, it is a dark comedy. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of weird because he's, like, a funeral director, but he ends up kind of, like, stumbling into, like, this whole situation where, like, he kills this woman, and he's trying to cover it up, but Jack Black is so good in that he's movie. He's really, really good in it. And so is Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the, the cop that... The, he's sheriff. the district, attuni- uh, just district attorney. Yeah. Gosh, I think that's still on Netflix. I don't know, but gosh, it's so good. That movie is really, really good. That movie I started watching. I was living with my parents at the time, and I started watching it while they were out doing something. Yeah. And my mom came in, and usually... When my mom gets back from places, if I'm there or, like, at their house, she'll want to talk to me. But she immediately got sucked into this movie. Like, she just was like, what are you watching? And I was like, Bernie, it's got, like, Jack Black in it. And yeah, um, she started watching it and she was like, this is such a good movie. Like, halfway, I was, like, halfway through the yeah. movie. And she, like, she, the woman had already died. And, yep. like, he, she just got super invested in it. Like, it's a, it's a really, really good movie. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, Bernie is is a really good movie. It is. It's super good. And it shows like a different side of Jack Black too. Yeah. Like it's it's a pretty like for serious movie. Like it's kind of goofy, but Yeah, it's kind of weird. You kind of feel like weird for like loving it, but yeah. cuz I mean it's kind of morbid, but in such a funny way and like gosh, there's scenes where it's like he's this funeral director and he'll Everyone's like, oh, he has such a lovely voice. And there's all these shots of, like, him in the funeral home leading these, like, traditional hymns. And people are like, oh, Bernie is just so sweet. He wouldn't hurt a fly. And here he's trying to, like, conceal this whole, like, murder thing. And it's it's so good. Yeah. And it's based off a true story. And the movie is part documentary. Yeah. Like, he, um, Richard Linklater is who directed it, who directed last year's Boyhood. Mm -hmm. And also directed School of Rock with Jack Black in it. And he went to the town where this happened and interviewed yeah. the real people and put that footage in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you kind of, when it's not someone who's, like, Matthew McConaughey or Jack Black being interviewed, yeah. you don't really know whether or not they're an actor yeah. or if it's just <laughs> someone from, like, the real situation. Because he is so well-liked in the town that even though he ends up on trial for murder, yeah. the town is like, whether he did it or not, it doesn't matter. We love Bernie. And he, if I'm on that jury, I'm saying he's not guilty. Yeah. They had to get <laughs> like a change of venue. Yeah, they did. Because he was too well liked in his town. And that happened. That it happened in our lifetime. It blew my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. 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 That movie is super good. And I feel like we can't talk about Jack Black without talking about he's an incredible musician yes yep and his voice man his voice is so good yeah i don't know necessarily how i feel about tenacious d (laughs) but i do think they're i think the i think one of the funniest things about them is that they're both 
really good at what they do. Yeah. Because Jack Black has an incredible voice and Kyle Gass is an amazing guitar player. Yep. And I think that I think that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Because they have these ridiculous songs, but they're really, really talented. Yeah. And I don't know. I, that that'll, that's the thing that cracks me up the most is it's just like, what are you doing? Like yeah. it almost feels like they're on purpose wasting their talents. Yeah, but it's I don't know the the gosh, this is so funny. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I think School of Rock is my favorite. Mm-hmm. That movie's super good. Like I. I could watch that movie anytime it's on. Yeah. That's my dad's favorite movie. Awesome. Yeah, like, he'll, anytime that movie's on TV, he'll watch it. He'll just stop what he's doing. School Rock's on, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's his, it's like his Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so Jack Black is great. I think he almost always delivers, and I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with the character of R.L. Stein. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen any interviews with R.L. Stein. Mm-mm. He... He's not creepy, yeah. but he's not necessarily a people person, so he comes off a little eccentric and weird. Yeah. And so, my understanding is he's very, very nice, actually. Like, yeah. Everyone I've heard interact with him said that he's, like, real sweet and just a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And he handwrites all of his books. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I am very much looking forward to seeing Goosebumps, actually. What did, about you? Yeah, I'm super excited. Did you read any of the books when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I did, too. So yeah. I didn't know, like, really what this film was about, but I was like, yeah, that looks really fun. Because Goosebumps, like, the books were always, I mean, they still, they kind of straddled, I mean, they were kind of humorous at points. But, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they're supposed to be scary, but I always loved I loved reading them. Yeah, and, so did I. Yeah. And it was weird. I grew up in a weird household where my parents let me read the books, but they wouldn't let me watch the show. Gosh. But they would let me watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really? Yep. They were like basically the same show sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. What was your favorite Goosebumps? Um, probably um, the one... The one that's so memorable is the one with the mask. Oh, the haunted mask. Yeah. Yeah. When he puts the mask on and he can't get it off. There's also one where he gets like this plant or like it's some sort of goo or slime and stuff and he puts it in his basement and it starts to grow. I think it's a plant or like a vine or something and it ends up growing and breaking out of the jar and it takes over his whole basement and slowly begins to want to like take over his house and stuff and... Yeah, that was another one of my favorite ones. One of the ones I liked was, I think it was Monster's Blood 4. Yeah. That one had the blue Monster's Blood that turned things giant, and the cover had a giant hamster oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was a good one. Um, I, I mean, uh, Say Cheese, You're Dead, about the haunted camera was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I don't remember the name of it, but the one with the dummy. Is this recording? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Yes, we are. We're still going. Okay. Uh, the one with the dummy in it is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the name of that one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's like, ah, oh, so long ago. Yeah, but there was like, I remember when we were kids, there was a lot of like weird horror, like borderline horror yeah. TV shows Yeah. on for kids. Like there was like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark and, uh, um... Do you remember a show called Erie, Indiana? 
No. Oh, man. Erie, Indiana was great. It was like the X-Files for kids. Really? Yeah, like it was like these two kids that lived in Erie, Indiana, and like all this weird paranormal stuff would happen around the town. And they were just like have to deal with it every week. I loved that show. I bet I probably would have loved that. Yeah. I loved watching Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, man, that show was great. Yeah. That show was so good. Um, yeah, so I think I think really the reason why we're seeing a resurgence in Goosebumps is because those kids are now our age, yeah. which means they're making movies. Yep, so they have the power to bring it to film. Yep. And also, I think Goosebumps has seen a resurgence from, and this is real dumb, that meme... The, have you seen that meme of that, like, 11-year-old... Oh, man. <laughs> have you seen that meme of that, like, 11-year-old girl that has, like, a bunch of Goosebumps books and she's got, like, pigtails and, like, a sweater oh, vest yeah, and yeah. like, Ermagerd Gershberg. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that meme, like, kind of revitalized <laughs> the Goosebumps name. Like, everyone, like, that brought Goosebumps to everyone's, like... Yeah. Knowledge, like, to, their, to the forefront of their brain. And... So I think that kind of, like, entered the cultural zeitgeist a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, um, Nerdist did a video that where it was a love song where they just talked like that girl. Oh. And it was called Girl, You're Giving Me Gersberms. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. And they got, like, the Swedish chef to be in the video. And oh, then yeah. R.L. Stein's at the end of it. Like, I think that just kind of brought that property back. Back. Yeah. And people were like, why don't we make this a movie? But then they, I thought it was going to be a twist on the TV show too. Yeah. And then they were like, well, Jack Black's going to play R.L. Stein in it. And I was like, what is it? Are they just doing an R.L. Stein biopic? Yeah. And they were like, no, no, <laughs> the monsters are coming to our world and he has to put them back where they need to go. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah. So what, I mean, what are you expecting out of it? Um, you know, like a lot of what we talked about, I think Jack Black always delivers, you know, regardless of whatever genre he's put into. I just think he's a really good actor. He's super talented. So I'm expecting just to like his character, his portrayal of R.L. Stein in this movie. And I just think it's going to be, it's going to be like humorous, uh, fun. And I mean, like, yeah, there might be some scary stuff in there. I'm not really getting the vibes from, like, the trailer I watched. Mm -hmm. It's just gonna be kind of, like, lighthearted. Like, oh, here's the monsters, and they're in our world, and it's just fun and silly, and it's like, yeah, they're kind of scary because they're based off these creatures, but it's not gonna be, like, anything like, horror-filled. But I don't think it's gonna be, like, schlocky either. You know, it's gonna be just a fun... It's gonna be a fun comedy-type time. Yeah, I think it looks really earnest. Like, it, it looks like it's just like, yeah, we're doing this, yeah. you know? It's and Goosebumps. It's not, yeah, it's not like, oh, get it, remember how silly Goosebumps was? It was just like, yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah. And I think I think that's going to help pay it off. And I think, like you said, Jack Black just delivers no matter yeah. what he does. He's he's so likable. Yeah. He just, I just want to hang out with that guy. Yeah. You know, like, every time I see him in something, I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. And... I think he also will do a good job playing this, like, kind of quirky, like, weird guy. Yeah. Who's, like, this, like, weird, misunderstood next-door neighbor. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think it's going to be super fun. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really, really looking forward to this movie. Yeah. More than any of the, uh, the current horror movies that are out there. Like, I would much rather go see Goosebumps than Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Yeah. Which looks awful it looks so bad <laughs> and I, you know i've already seen crimson peak so yeah i think i think goosebumps could potentially be my favorite like movie of the halloween season 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it will be a fun little highlight kind of in this wait towards, you know, kind of the uh, holiday season movies as things start to pick up. Yeah, with the Oscars and stuff like yeah. that. I feel like it's just going to be like a cool little diversion that yeah. is going to bring some nostalgia for people our age and like just like a, a fun time for like families and people like people our age who have kids that, yeah. you know, grew up on, on Goosebumps and like Earl Stein's still putting out Goosebumps. Really? Yeah, he's oh. still writing them. And then I don't know if you remember the like the ones that were aimed more at teenagers called yeah. Fear Street. Yeah. Those are getting a movie now too because Goosebumps did so well. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. So yeah. And do you have anything to add? No, I'm just excited to see it. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be fun. I love Jack Black. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I'm I'm very much excited to see both of these movies actually. More excited than I have in a long time to watch both movies. Yeah, it's better than currently uh what's out in the landscape right now of films coming out this week. That's part of the reason why yep. we decided to do Goosebumps <laughs> is nothing is coming out. Yeah. This this upcoming week. Like nothing. There's the Burnt, which is that Bradley Cooper is a chef movie, which we watched yeah, the trailer for like, and just what? looks awful. Looks so bad. So <laughs> Yeah, uh, we will be back next week to yep. talk about... Uh, Give you our thoughts about what we thought about Goosebumps. And, and Housebound. Yep. And we're back. Cool. We watched, uh, it was Halloween very recently, yes. and so we decided to celebrate the occasion by watching two kind of Spooky Times movies. Yeah. One was, I would say, probably more Spooky Times than the other, and that, mm-hmm. that, that is uh, Housebound, which is on Netflix. Yeah. It's a New Zealand film from, uh, film from New Zealand that yes. came out last year, and the other one is the new Goosebumps movie starring Jack Black. The Bumps Gone Goose, yeah. yeah the Bumps Gone Goose, yeah. Um, look it up. Yeah. It's, did you look it up? Yeah, I did. So good. <laughs> um, but before we get into the, the the Goosebumps movie, we'll talk about Housebound. Yes. Now, before we get into this movie, I'm usually not afraid of spoilers on this show, but I feel like we should keep this as spoiler free yeah, as possible. Yeah. Because there are a couple really, really good twists in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, so as we said, uh, Housebound came out in 2014 and it was kind of this super micro budget New Zealand movie, which we said British last yeah, time, but it's so dumb on us. Yeah, it's out of New Zealand. Um, so what did, what did you think about Housebound? Um, man, I liked it. It's um, really good. <laughs> and so, and so again, for if you guys weren't listening last time or you're just tuning in, I'm not like super well versed in horror. It's not just it's just not one of the genres that I just know a lot about. I mean, like I've seen a couple movies, but. Um, so this was kind of like another entry point movie for me into that, and I really liked it. Um, it wasn't, I tend to not like gratuitous amounts of violence. There wasn't really that, I mean. There's a couple bloody parts, but but they're earned, I feel like. Yeah, and they're not, I've seen stuff like way bloodier and even like not horror films so yeah and one of them's kind of played for laughs yeah arguably both of them but yeah one of them for sure is is played for laughs yeah definitely the one at the end but uh yeah i i liked it a lot um i i totally i was i was doing the thing trying to scare myself so i watched it at night with all the lights off and um yeah it was fun yeah it's a it's so good man i i loved this movie 
I told someone that it's. I think it might be retroactively in my top ten from last year. Like I loved really? it so much. <laughs> I've been recommending it to everyone. I recommended it to the guy at the bank the other day. Like <laughs> I, I really, really liked this movie. Yeah, I think it took a. Uh, I think it took the ghost story and kind of flipped it, yeah. which I thought was yeah. really cool. The, the the twists in this movie, like I legit did not see coming, and there's yeah, like two or three of them, and they're was, good twists. They're, they're not, really yeah. good, really good. Uh, which is why I want to stay spoiler free on it, just because I think that's part of the charm of the movie. Yeah. It's a really charming movie. Yeah. Like, even though the main character girl is kind of like kind of has like a crappy attitude she's also pretty charming i felt like yeah like I, kinda, I really liked her character for yeah. some reason and she was like kind of mean to her mom and stuff but there was something compelling about that character yeah. and i can't really put my finger she kinda on it grows on you as yeah. you watch it yeah she does um it's not as funny yeah yeah as tra- we thought it was gonna the be the trailer really built it as like a comedy and this is that's a whole nother tangent about trailers and whatever but yeah it's not really a comedy ish i mean there's like little elements of it but Mm. not it's not really like a horror comedy as we were kind of thinking yeah it's almost not really a horror movie but that's kind of getting into the twist yeah but yeah it man it's good i it is really good i really like this movie (laughs) um i liked it way more than i thought it was going yeah me too um I thought the performances were all good. Like, I yeah. thought she did a really good job in it. I thought the guy who played her the co- cop, yeah. who was, like, kind of her partner in crime, who... He was hilarious. Yeah. I thought he was really funny in it. Um, the, like, weirdo neighbor guy was really good. Yeah, and, that, like, he was weird. Yeah, they even, like, subverted that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. And, I was, like, watching that. I was, like, I know this... I know which way this scene is going. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Man, it was really good. Um, I don't know if you've seen this movie or not, but... New Zealand's been doing really good comedy slash horror stuff. Have -hmm. you seen What We Do in the Shadows? No. Hilarious. What We Do in the Shadows is from uh, Jermaine Clement of Flight of the Concords. Oh, okay. And uh, I hope I'm getting his name right. This guy's actually... What We Do in the Shadows got him so much attention, he's directing the third Thor movie. Oh, wow. His name is Taika Watiti, I think. And they co-wrote this movie like a decade ago and finally got it made. And it's a it's a mockumentary about vampires in New <laughs> Zealand. So Jermaine play Jermaine plays one of the vampires and so does Taika Watiti. Yeah. So he directed it, he co-wrote it, directed, and starred in it. Oh wow. And they're this like clan of vampires that lives in this house together. Yeah. Like they're all like vampire roommates and they like <laughs> they, it, it's ridiculous. The movie's ridiculous. And so there's like, they've all been like uh, vampires for like a couple hundred years. And then there's like a guy who lives in the basement who's like all like crazy Nosferatu looking vampire yeah. guy. And he's been a vampire for like 800 years. And he's like the weird roommate who like doesn't go out with them and only oh. hangs out in the basement <laughs> and stuff like that. And so they take in this guy who's a new vampire. Yeah. And he's a human and then they turn him into a vampire and he kind of like divides them as a friend group, and so there's like all this like weird stuff of them going out clubbing, like them. Oh. And so <laughs> vampires at the club, yeah. And there's this hilarious bit where they're like at the club, and the bouncer's like, "You guys can go in," and he's like, "No, you need to invite us in." And he was like, "What? You guys can just go in there?" And he's like, "No, you need to say." I invite you to come in, and so <laughs> because the, there's that thing, I don't know if you've. That uh, vampires can't cross yeah. a way unless they're they're uh, invited yeah. in, 
And so there's that, and there's like there's like a clan of werewolves that they're they're rivals with, and so they like they'll like pass by them and like trade all yeah. these like ridiculous like jokes, like uh, insults back and forth about them, like vampire slash werewolf your mama jokes, basically. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a hilarious, hilarious movie. But between that and this, I was like, what is New Zealand doing where they're just like knocking down all the park with like horror comedy? Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. Housebound was great. It's really good. I, I loved it so much. I mean, I feel like I'd love to talk about more, but it's just spoiler territory. <laughs> yeah, right? it is. It really is. It's hard to talk about this movie without spoilers. So just go watch it. I, I would say more than anything we've talked about on the podcast, go watch this movie because it's a it's a real sleeper surprise. Yeah, it and is. It's, I'm sure it's off the beaten path for a lot of you guys. So, But it's not it's not so horror if you're not into that. It's not It's not too far down that way. So mm-hmm. I think if you're kind of like, oh, I'd like to give something a, a chance that's maybe outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Definitely go for it. Yeah. And there's some like, there's some cool stuff that you can tell they did because of the, uh, the micro budget. Like there's a scene yeah. where the power goes out and you just hear the audio and then yeah. the power comes back on and you see the aftermath of what happened. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. This is so cool. Man, it was really good. It was, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I wish we, I do wish we could talk about it more, but I, I do want to stay spoiler free on it. Um, so we'll move on to yes. the Goosebumps movie, which we won't stay spoiler free on because I feel like you could enjoy that movie either way. Yeah. Um, so Goosebumps is obviously a series of children's books from the 1990s written by R.L. Stein, mm-hmm. and uh, they have now adapted it to a 2015 big budget movie where Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. And it's because he has a magic typewriter that will manifest his characters in reality when he writes stories on the typewriter. Yes. And so he has the characters trapped in the manuscripts of the Goosebumps books and locked away. And they they get unlocked and, and unleash havoc upon this small uh, town. town in Delaware? Michigan? Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. All led by Slappy. Slappy the dummy. Yep. Uh, who I think makes sense. To yeah. be the leader of the of the creeps from the Goosebumps novels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you think? I feel like everything we talked about last time was, like, pretty right on point with yeah. this movie. Um, actually, my wife and I went to go see it. She's like, I can't let you go to, like, a showing of this film by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's really okay. This It'll be fine. And she was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with you. So she came along and... She liked it. She was just like, uh, but I mean, like, she never read the books or anything. But I think it was a clever use of the franchise because, honestly, I thought it was going to be, like, some sort of rehash from the show or a lot of maybe inside stuff. Like, if you'd read the books, you'd appreciate more. But it was kind of broadening, like, the series out to, like, a new audience of people. And then if you were, if you did read the books growing up, there's a lot of stuff that you can appreciate. But... It's just a completely new story, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was, like, that meta way to go with it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a good job with it. Like, I, at no point did I feel like it was super gimmicky. Yeah, me either. Um, I didn't feel like it was a... Because sometimes children's movies or movies like that, they feel, like, kind of, like, condescending. Like, they're speaking mm-hmm. down to the kids. And I didn't really feel like that. I felt like, here's a film that kids are going to love and prop- maybe get scared with, but parents will enjoy it, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there were uh, a couple really good jokes for the adults in yeah. this movie. Um, 
particularly <laughs> my, uh, my favorite part of the movie probably was when uh rl stein gets the police called on him by the neighbor kid yeah and the police show up and it's it's a it's a policewoman in training and the guy the like a kind of a bumbling deputy guy who's training her yeah and the reason the police have been called on him is because the neighbor kid has heard what he thinks is rl stein's daughter screaming in the house yeah <laughs> and uh R.L. Stein has like a horror movie queued up and yeah. he's like this is what he heard and he like plays it plays it and he was like I didn't know being an audiophile was a crime and the woman yeah. comes, goes a what file and he's like no no it's just someone who's into high end audio yeah. equipment <laughs> I thought that was a super good joke I know it's like, oh that's great yep um, we actually saw this with a child oh really yeah we went with a, a couple of friends of ours and they brought their daughter yeah who's nine which I would say is like the perfect age yeah. for this movie yeah like nine and up um and she she really wanted to see the movie, but she's never read any of the books. Yeah. And the movie scared the crap out of her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was really, really scared by the movie. Oh, no. Um, so she, I guess she was fine, but she was like freaking out that she was going to have nightmares and she didn't. But yeah, because it's not, it, the movie's not that scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was really terrified by it. But I think she liked it. She was kind of shell shocked after. Yeah. Um, we kind of walked out and she looked kind of like, I don't even like know what, what just happened. Yeah. 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 But I, as, as the adults, I think we all really enjoyed it. And I think a lot of that has to do with yeah. Jack Black. I mean. Yeah. And honestly, like the, the two like young teen leads mm-hmm. were surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot worse. Yes. And so honestly, like the first, like probably like 20, 30 minutes kind of is on that, the, the young boy's shoulders. Yeah. Because uh, he Jack carries Black, it really yeah, well. Yeah. And he does a good job. Yeah. I was surprised. So, and I feel like again, because this movie isn't like condescending or speaking down to people, it's like you kind of, you get a little bit of world character building that I was mm. surprised to see in a kid's movie. Like, you know, with him and his mom and like why they moved there. Yeah. 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 Although, uh... And I'm glad they mentioned how long it had been because they they showed the kid like looking at um, a picture of his dad. His dad's dead yeah. in the movie. And they showed him looking at a picture of, the, of his dad and they were like, yeah, he hasn't been the same since it happened. And I thought the movie was trying to say that it had happened a while ago. Yeah. And I was like, they, that kid's the exact same age in this picture. Like, they better not be saying this happened like half <laughs> yeah. a decade ago. Because that's how it seemed when they first kind of brought that element in. I was like... Yeah. I bet they're trying to sell this as, like, this happened when he was, like, 12 or 13. And yeah. Th- and that's the same dude. It's like... And it had just happened the year before. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You're like, okay, that's believable. Yeah. Yeah, and the girl in this movie was really good, too. Yeah. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Like, from her first scene. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, it was super well acted. Uh, the kid who played, like, the comic relief character was a little over the top. He was the kid in Super 8. Yes, that's yeah. what I've been told. Yeah. He, was he the main kid in Super 8? No, I think he's the kind of... He plays the same type of kid. He's like the yeah. bumbling sidekick oh, kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was more annoying in this, I felt like, because he wasn't as young as he was in Super 8. He was he was kind of obnoxious, but yeah. not to... Uh, he's, it, it does, it's not super detrimental to the film, but I definitely understand how people would find him really grating. Yeah. Um... But I thought, and I thought Jack Black did. Yeah, he was, just he awesome. was great. He was so good. Just like mugging and like doing all these creepy, like, but like not creepy, <laughs> like thinking he was being mysterious and creepy, but looking yeah. just really dumb. 
faces at the camera. And Gosh, his faces are so good. Yeah, he, he's a very good... He has a very good physicality about him. Yeah. I think that helped him with that character. It was just... It was... He was really fun. Yeah, he was really fun in it. And, like, watching all the uh, all the monster mayhem happen was really good. Like, the effects budget was used really well yeah. here. I thought, um, from the first moment with, like, the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, yeah. and... I'm glad that they, uh, chose to go practical with Slappy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and there was, like, there was kind of this, um, undercurrent of, like, pathos that I liked in the movie, where it was, yeah. like, the reason why R.L. Stein wrote these things is because he was bullied and angry at the world, and it had this, like, I really liked the that message of the movie where it was like if you are in this situation like yeah it's not good to like let that fester and like spend your own time with it like you should seek help like it was very encouraging like like, face it yeah yeah, either face it or like find people who do accept you or like even go to therapy yeah bring people alongside yeah Yeah. and i i really liked the like the messaging of the movie yeah as far as that goes um yeah it was good yeah it was it was a fun time yeah it Um, was yeah, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think there will be a second one. Obviously, I don't think you could do a second yeah, one. Yeah, I think I, it's just kind of a standalone. Like, yeah, I mean, I I know we mentioned this on the last episode. They're adapting Fear Street, yeah. into a series or into a movie, but that's kind of like a separate version of Goosebumps. Yeah, like Fear Street was like Goosebumps for older teenagers. Yeah, so I think you could do something different with the fear street stuff yeah and have that be more of a serialized movie but i don't know if we could get a second goosebumps movie yeah i don't think so i think it works well just as like a standalone kind of like oh yeah that's a like goosebumps it's like a fun halloween movie like yeah you know just like a lot of the other like standalone halloween films you know yeah so goosebumps was actually higher quality than i thought it was gonna be yes, as well me too i was surprised um yeah i was like wow this is better than everything else that came out around it yeah i mean it's not life-changing but yeah i had a really fun time watching that movie with a bunch of people who were kind of around my age that got all the references yeah we got all the references of like oh yeah like the monsters would come out of the books and you know i wasn't like an avid goosebumps fanboy but Mm -hmm. i read a fair amount of the books so it's like they'd come out of the books and they'd come on screen i'm like oh yeah i remember that like it kind of like jogs your memory yeah oh yeah i remember that one and that one too Yeah. yeah um I will say that uh, whoever the effects people were, were very proud of themselves on that clown. Yeah. Uh, I felt like there were too many weird shots of the clown. Yeah, he just, like, is, like, he runs and, like, hits the mirror and he's just like, Rah. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, there, there were just too many shots of, like, close-up shots of just him ambling around. It was like, that's not, you're just showing him off. Yeah. Like, you're not doing anything with him. Um, but I thought the scene in the grocery store was great. Yeah. With the werewolf of Fever Swamp and... Do you feel like the turn at the end of the movie is kind of like, uh, I mean, like with the whole, the girl and... I hated that. Yeah. I, was, I really hated that. And I hate, that was the messaging that I hated, actually. I think that was the weakest part of the film. It was a really weak part, and I thought the bringing her back was really weird. Yeah, I think they should have just, I mean, we were talking about this earlier with, like, movies. I think it just should have committed to, like, yeah, yeah she's gone, and... The kid and R.L. Stein are, like, moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it kind of undermines the whole, yeah. like, healthy mindset that you should be in when you're, like, kind of, a, a, like, a loner or feel alone. Yeah. Um, it kind of is, like, have your cake and eat it, too. Yep. A little bit. And, like, 
even though she's not a person, she's a creation of R.L. Stein that the the main girl is. Yeah. Um, it's still like a really selfish message too, where it's like you can just manipulate this person however you want. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's it, like I brought her back. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, don't do like that's kind of mean, even for a fictional character. Like, like she knew what was going on because it was like I brought her back with this specific purpose for her. Yeah, like it was really manipulative where he was like, "I'm going to make her love you." Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know about that. So it's that's kind of gross, actually. Like re- real creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was that was real strange, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't anything to like go crazy on. Yeah, either. I mean, so. Yeah, um, there's one joke near the end that I really, really, really liked, uh, where R.L. Stein becomes the new English teacher. Oh, yeah. And then real R.L. Stein passes in, and it turns out that in this universe, Jack Black is R.L. Stein, and R.L. Stein is Jack Black. Black, yeah. I thought that was perfect. I was like, what a note to end on. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so there is, it's a really solid movie. Yeah, do you have anything more to, uh, to add? Yeah, I, I I don't have anything else to add. I mean, it was exactly, I feel like right on point with what we were talking about previously, and it was fun. It's a yeah. fun, it's a fun movie. Not breaking any records or expectations, but it was fun. I've yeah. seen way worse. I have seen way worse movies. It was a really good time at the movies. Yeah. Not even turn your brain off because I kind of hate that phrase, but like yeah. just like take a kid to it or like yeah. go see it with your millennial friends that kind of remember the Goosebumps yeah. songs. Um. Yeah, and Housebound was fantastic. And yes, it was. It. it was. It was so good. Um. So MJ, what is happening next? Well, uh, Corey and I decided that we are going to be doing a Spectre episode. Yes, it is going to be a little bit late. So don't shoot us, but I have to get married the week Inspector comes yes, out. Yes, MJ is getting married, so congratulations all around to Thank that. you, thank you. Yes. So the next time you hear this podcast, I will be a married man. Yes, I will be. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with uh, Spectre. The, the before and after show will return. We will be back. In Spectre. Yeah, uh, you can find us on... Facebook, uh, Twitter... Before and after pod. Yep, that's at before the letter N after pod. Uh, email us before and after show at gmail.com. Yep, please email us. Tell us what you think. If there's movies coming out that you want us to talk about, mm-hmm. anything, just let us know that you are there. Yep. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, comment on SoundCloud, let us know that you're listening. Yeah. Um, until next time, go watch Goosebumps. Sure. Yeah. Makana-san. Makana-san. <laughs> <laughs>